There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome everyone to yet another episode of the Bobo and Flex show. My name is Bobo and I'm your host and I'm with the beautiful Flex also known as Flex Mommy on the internet. We're coming at you from New York and Australia with a really interesting, spicy conversation about cheating. We're going to, listen, today's the day I destigmatize cheating. <laughs> no, maybe I won't do all that, but we need to have a nuanced discussion on infidelity, on trust, whether it can be restored after cheating, um, on what cheating even is. And whether or not we need to redefine, reconceptualize, and deconstruct what it means to be faithful, loyal, and committed in a relationship, monogamous or open. So Flex, let's jump right into it wow. because we don't like long introductions on this channel. No, we don't. Ever. We don't do all that ever, ever. Um, so cheating. Mm. First question for you. Can you, this is sort of like a, two-sided question a if you have ever been cheated on could the trust be restored and b is cheating really a deal breaker uh so from my knowledge i haven't been cheated on but it's also 2019 so i'm just gonna say that i have but then also i think that uh me a couple of years ago i would have been like no that's fucked up and i can't deal but I also have dated someone who has admitted to cheating on their partner and that was the least of our concerns. So I do think that cheating is a redeemable act um, and I do think that it's not the end of a relationship. What do you think? Okay, I, I feel like once someone cheats, mm. the trust can be restored, but now you're restoring the trust on a new foundation. Mm -hmm. So now it's a new relationship. I think you can't especially if you're someone who really is tied to just constructs around like loyalty mm. and, and things like that, then you'd have to start over. But honestly, if you're going to be paranoid the entire time, then I think it's probably just better to let go. Yeah, leave the person First, let's, let's first probably discuss what even is cheating in 2019 i've had someone um so we had a few people dm me someone asked me if his okay so her boyfriend watches porn and she wants to know is that considered cheating um what? is grinding on someone in a club oh. if you're in a relationship you grind on someone in the club is that cheating if we also had a question where someone DM'd us and said her boyfriend periodically talks about other women to her, just talking about how other women are sexy or like, oh my God, she's so cute. Is that cheating? I don't, so what even is <laughs> cheating and how do Damn, you Damn, can anyone it? live anymore? We don't want to have fun. <laughs> you can't even grind in the club anymore. What's up with that? <laughs> I'm dead. The fuck boy flex is <laughs> out. <laughs> she jumped out. <laughs> Look, I do think there are a few different forms of cheating that we haven't acknowledged as, as our years okay. of dating have gone by. I do think there's a classic penetration sexual cheating. You know, some people would, would enclose kissing in, in that realm. There's emotional cheating where, you know, you are building emotional, intimate connections with other people um, that are rooted in romance. There is you know, infidelity as the greater umbrella, which is just this deceitful behavior. And I think if you've spoken to your partner about behavior that you think is deceitful and you've made reference to the fact that you don't think that, you know, grinding up on, on people is appropriate, then in your mm. case, that may be considered cheating. But also if you haven't told anyone what you deem cheating to be, and it's still a gray area for you, then I feel like you Oop. can't really be out here creating these strict rules and guidelines, 10 commandments, <laughs> like post, <laughs> post incident. But yes, I do think okay. all of those things can be considered cheating to a certain person. To me, no. 
Or maybe I cheated. Okay. <laughs> is <laughs> Well, have you cheated? Like let's let's now keep it real. Yeah. Have you ever cheated before? And why did you cheat? So I haven't done any physical cheating. Um I'm one, why I'm not? one of the good ones. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm so aware of the perception of cheating. Um and I've said it before, I've said it all through like my early twenties that I'm not above cheating. I just won't do it because I can't justify it to somebody in the moment. Like I'd much, it's easy to break up with someone then be like, "Hey, I cheated, and these are the reasons why." Without making them be like, "I did it because you're inadequate." Like I did it because you couldn't make me happy. Yeah. It's just, it's too much of a big deal. But I do think that I have done a lot of emotional cheating in my life. <laughs> Which is what? Which is just building um very strong platonic-ish bonds with people outside of my relationship status coveting people while i'm in a relationship <laughs> i'm dead ha! um i think i've been in a lot of soft situations but prided myself on not actually like rooting so that makes me not a cheater like oh like we just like hung out in the same bedroom with a closed door all night and like <laughs> maybe cuddle for a bit but we didn't have sex but here's the thing right is where we go wrong with cheating is it wrong because of the act itself or is it wrong because the person found out you were cheating on them and therefore it hurt them wait, so wait, if wait. you cheat and the person doesn't find out <laughs> is it still wrong before we get because to that though <laughs> have you cheated because don't try and come for me i just did my whole monologue <laughs> about what i've been up to and you're like okay next question <laughs> i know right wow i really tried to be slick with that one um yes i have and the irony is I used to be one of those people that thought cheating was the worst thing ever in the world mm. because my logic was if you cheat on someone, clearly you must be a deceitful, hurtful, psychopathic person. Mm -hmm. But th my... So the way that I ended up cheating was because in my last relationship... Mm. I thought we were in an open relationship. Are you? <laughs> what kind of common man are you? Look, you didn't say. This <laughs> as you thought. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, so here's what actually happened. We'd agreed to be in an open relationship. And so my... And the, here's the issue too. Those terms weren't communicated properly. So my idea of what an open relationship is, is that we're open in communication and transparency. Mm. But he then turns around and says, no, I don't want to hear about your shenanigans behind closed doors. Mm. But so, so an incident happens where I like make out with someone and then I'm like, hey, I just want to let you know that this and this happened with this person. And he exploded. He got really mad. And I was like, why are you exploding when we're in an open relationship? Oh like this gosh. is what we're doing and he was like i'm exploding because i explicitly told you that i don't want to hear the details i'm like i'm not giving you details i'm just telling you what went down because i believe in transparency Sister, i'm not giving you details i'm just giving you explicit <laughs> <Literally>. information <laughs> just giving you an executive summary and he got really mad so i was like fine but then i continued to see that person behind his back for several reasons and although that wasn't like you know the ethical thing of me to do i also knew that a this is a dying ship um because already we have so many issues i'm about to like i'm about to clock out anyway um and b i was honestly just seeking i felt a little bit suffocated by not being able to be transparent and like mm. fully myself so i was seeking the freedom and the allure of like forbidden fruit was really enticing to me at a time when i felt just suffocated okay Ease. and that just <laughs> <literally>. <laughs> you've been in the garden <laughs> i've been in the garden you know what i'm saying but that's the thing with cheating right i think a lot of people think polyamory or open relationships well, is the cure to cheating when in reality I think a lot of us cheat not because we don't love the person or because we're bored but simply because the idea of forbidden fruit gives us the sense of freedom that you wouldn't have in a relationship otherwise it's just purely for the thrill of like just doing it just being able to do something 
behind closed doors and it just be like your little secret mm. i think sometimes i think most of the time that's why people cheat and i know for me like that's why i cheated but i think right now i'm in a relationship where oh yeah by the way we got back together <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't think they know that, Bobo. They don't know the full story. Oh yeah, no, we had a really big fight. Where, um, well, I thought he broke up with me, but that turned out to not be the case. So we're back together. But um, <laughs> I think I'm in a relationship now where there's so much like openness and mm. transparency that I haven't felt. And I'm sure at some point I'll be like, okay, let's, you know, like there's someone and I want her to suck my titties. Love it. But because I feel open and like free and comfortable having that conversation, I don't really feel the need to cheat, you know? So I don't know. It's, I just think like cheating is very nuanced. <laughs> but yeah, going back to my question. But also, before we get to your question, I just want to put a little caveat yeah. and say that you can, for those of you listening and who aren't sure, you can technically cheat in non-monogamous um, relationships. Oh, 100%. So don't be out here thinking that it's a free-for-all. Yeah, because I think a lot of people think the cause of cheating is monogamy. Mm, no. But monogamy doesn't solve any of the problems Mm-mm. that you know i mean open relationships do not solve any of the problems that monogamy does it just creates as many you know open relationships create as many issues as it solves yeah so just keep that in mind you know is it wrong if you cheat on someone and they don't find out or is it only wrong when they do find out and then you subsequently hurt that person well, it depends if you're if the reason why you feel like you need to repent is because you're morally, um, <clears throat> I guess, upset with your decision making, or you're more concerned with the perception of you making a quote unquote immoral choice. Mm. You know. Wait, what do you mean by so? Well, as because in, like, it's one of the... those things where, like, do you actually care that you did it, or do you care that people care that you did it? Or do you care that you hurt the person that you love? So there's three, there's three different things there. Mm. Is cheating wrong because of the act? Is it wrong because of the stigma and the perception of cheating? Or is it wrong because you are hurting the person, you're potentially hurting the person that you love? Yeah, that, I think that one matters. That's a big one. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's because you're hurting the person you love. But more importantly, right. like, can't you stick to your word? I like it. <laughs> for me it's a principle thing like I'm not above cheating but yeah. if, I've, if we've had a discussion about the uh this this like circumstances of our relationship and that it's exclusive and we're not going to root anyone else it's like don't root anyone else or yeah. break up with the person and then go root whoever you want to I think we often look at, look at cheating as this really binary thing where it's like I had no choice this person make me made me feel unloved or didn't validate me i had to go elsewhere and it's like mm, right. no you didn't have to stay in that relationship dynamic yeah and don't come check me and tell me i'm victim blaming like it's not even on that shit <laughs> it's not even on, it's not even like that it's just yeah. principally do what you say or get out of the relationship it's really interesting that we're having this discussion now because when i was quizzing people about cheating on my story everybody yeah was pretty... t- tell us about the quiz and the results and the inconsistencies yes so i put up a quiz on my instagram essentially asking people uh what their opinion on cheating was you know is it ever okay majority of people said no i asked people who had cheated before to um let me know what their motivations for cheating was and a lot of it was oh you know my partner had a low sex drive because they were on antidepressants and i just didn't feel like i was gay i was sexually gratified or i didn't feel like i was validated the relationship got stale they were emotionally abusive right. and i just felt like they wanted to reclaim my power all of these things that usually stemmed from the other person like the other person as a stimulus like if they didn't do this and i wouldn't have to feel like i i needed to cheat on them to to gratify or validate myself and i was like okay i'm understanding there's like a common thread happening here but then i said at the end of the whole story i said after all this should people who have cheated be obliged to disclose this to their potential or current romantic partners because everyone's out here being like it's the worst thing you can do i can't trust the cheater blah 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 but yet of like how many three four thousand people who responded half of them said mm. like, it was split 50 50 people were unsure whether or not people should have to disclose this information so why are we placing cheating on such a weird pedestal where it's 
the most immoral thing you can do if you yeah. don't really want to know if somebody's done it or not. And I'm like, Oop. so from my understanding, it's like people like, yeah, it's immoral and it's irredeemable. But if you are the person who's cheated, it's probably because your relationship wasn't right or and you've been forced to stay in it, forced in quotations, or yeah. your partner in quotations <laughs> forced you elsewhere because they were in, because they were like inadequate in some way, yeah. But then ironically, yeah. people are saying that if they've learned from cheating, they shouldn't have to bring it up. And then others say it's a conversation that should wait until you're a couple or you know somebody well enough because you need context. What are you well, what saying? Do you think? <laughs> what do you actually mean? I'm I'm a big fan of quizzing people about their past relationships. I like my I also I was gonna say the same. Yeah. I think you have every right. I if, wanna know even if it's on the first date, I wanna know everything. Yeah, and I feel like, you know, you saying that, oh, you know, um uh, what would be more like there for me there are way more red flags than cheating i just feel like of all things cheating is far too circumstantial especially when i'm finding out it's like oh i was 15 come on now please like <laughs> calm down you know what i mean or even if it's, it's like if i can see some self-awareness in the in the explanation of it you know i was in a relationship for five years i felt like i was emotionally yeah. trapped in it i didn't think that i had a, a, a good alternative to do it blah 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 okay sure like let's discuss it but there are far more right. things to me than more frustrating than cheating i want to know what your intention is and i feel like cheating in my opinion is like the yeah. symptom and not the quote-unquote disease of the relationship you know, so what is the disease well, and i mean on a societal <laughs> level what is the disease that is causing the symptom of cheating to happen well as i was doing some research which i never do um <laughs> it was <laughs> uh it was illuminated that a lot of cheating happens from the perception of somebody's place or role in a relationship so if you feel as though you're an inadequate and that's a that's purely perception based like if you need mm. if you want to feel like you, you're loved more than you are if you want um to regain some sort of authority in a relationship dynamic people do right. that thing if you've, it's all about reclaiming power in some sense or reclaiming your sense of self, reclaiming your confidence or your esteem. Yeah. But a lot of and freedom, the pursuit the of freedom. freedom. Yeah. Because it's like this idea that people are held to this really regimented, rigid standard of what it is to be in a monogamous relationship that, you know, there's so many ways to fail at it. So it's kind of like, fuck, I can't look at anyone. I can't tell you when someone's attractive. I can't express anything to you. Then I'm at right. breaking point And now I just have to act on these things because there's no other option. It's like, tell you, and then you break up with me or I just cheat. I feel slightly better, but then like you break up with me. So do you think there's a hierarchy of like different types of cheating? Like is emotional cheating worse than physical cheating? Or is it inconsequential? Like at the end of the day? Mm. I'm trying to think of what would hurt my feelings more. Yeah. And I think that emotional cheating would hurt my feelings more than, like, sex. Because like I said before, sex to me is an activity. And I can totally understand if you're not, like, sexually compatible with someone. Or if you Mm. haven't been engaging in that practice, you don't feel like you are, you know, attractive or, like, you know... You know, if you don't feel like you, your, your partner has eyes for you, I can definitely see how the insecurity of that would, would propel you towards somebody else. But that feels like a very immature way of handling a lack of, yeah. like, a lack of sexual feeling. But emotional cheating, like, if you are building a strong emotional connection with someone that has all the facets of a romantic, exclusive relationship without the title, my feelings are her. Like, who's this special yeah. bitch? Let me date her. Bring her in! <laughs> We'd be friends. Yeah, I'd rather you. Yeah, I'd rather <laughs> you just like suck some titties as yeah. opposed to be texting someone how you feeling today. Yeah, how you feeling? How you want to feel? What are your dreams? What are your desires? Where do you want to be? Why are you unhappy? What's wrong with your yeah. partner? Like, I don't need all that information. If you want to like go nut really quickly and be like, you know what? It was an oops for me. You were on tour for six weeks. I saw you with some guy. I freaked out. I got insecure. I'd be like, okay, let's talk about the reason why we can't tie your self-esteem to our sex life Mm. right but also at the same time i think you know what and this is where like i think cheating gets blown out of proportion i think a lot of love affairs would begin and just dissipate over time if we just let them be and left them alone (laughs) not to stop go have your girlfriend But you know what I mean? I just think sometimes you just need to get it out of your system mm. and like it'll dissipate. I think that most love affairs are tr- just transient 
and really don't need to be taken as seriously as they are. You so know? do you think there's, there are any circumstances in which cheating is absolutely okay? Because the one, what, yeah. I, what I spoke of is like a circumstantial way that I could be able to justify somebody's cheating. But then on a, on a greater level, do you think it's morally okay? Yeah, I would say... And so my unpopular opinion, this everyone is literally going to block me. Mm-hmm. I think that side chicks play an important role in society... Wow, give me the dissertation. Give me the (laughs) thesis. Wow. I think side chicks keep a lot of relationships alive. (laughs) And that's the tea that I'm serving today. Can you please elaborate? Listen, let me go be a side chick real quick. Let me do my bit for the And also, have you ever been a side chick? Because it's great. And Um, I, I understand why people, I now understand why people do it. I would do it for a total of two people in my life. Well, yeah, okay, we'll elaborate on that at a later stage. I think a lot of times, there's so relationships happen in seasons and phases, just like anything else, they're cyclical. And sometimes you're in a season in your relationship where, for whatever reason, maybe work is overwhelming, or you've just started a new career and you're like on tour a lot, and you just need. I don't know, you just need a distraction. You just need some, like, extra sex or, like, you're you're on a business trip for a month and you just need a little something. I think, like, you could have, a, a like, a side chick, a side girlfriend for those three weeks. Or a side man. A side a, or a side man, you know, because it's not community. gendered. Mm. A whole side community for those three weeks and you could have that and it would end. And that's the end of that. And it doesn't need to ruin the relationship as opposed to feeling pressure. But here's the thing. This is where communication and transparency comes in. I would not put myself in a relationship where I don't feel open enough with my partner to be like, listen, fam, I'm in this new season and phase of my life and I'd like a side bitch. So mm. I'm just going to have the side bitch for a month and I still love you and we'll resume when we get back. And so I think like this is why side chicks keep a lot of relationships alive because there are seasons and there are phases where they're necessary and also because side chicks are a transient temporary fixture in the relationship. They're not like a permanent thing most of the time. There are times when like a side chick can turn into an actual love affair. But for the most part, it's just like a transient temporary fixture in a relationship that's going to dissipate over time. And once that once that's done, there's no need for that. And you've gotten all the energy out and the relationship can resume happily and healthily. Wow. So that's my TED talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually in awe. I'm going to... Um... I'm going to do the the brazen thing and say that I disagree. Yes, tell me why. Team side chick. I love a good side chick. I feel like their relationship with your man, your girl, your person is as valid as yours. (laughs) 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 No, but I don't think cheating is okay, but I can justify it. When is it justifiable? When is it justifiable? I think most people can justify their cheating. I think if you allow people to tell you what they were going through, you would sympathize with their point of view and you'd be like, okay, I can yeah. see where you're coming from. But I don't think it's okay. Because I think if when I'm not talking about like sex, hooking up, sending sex or whatever, but it's all wrapped up in this dishonest and deceptive behavior. And part right. of being turbo flex is me putting all my shit on the table. And so if you there put all I your shit on you. the table and then gone and done this thing that is, is contrary to putting your shit on the table, then what are we doing here? Just leave well, me alone. It- isn't that the disease that's causing cheating then? The fact that people aren't in relationships where they feel open enough to be like, I need a side bitch right now. Yeah, like you said. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that and I is, think if yeah. we destigmatized side chicks, <laughs> then we'd have these... Oh, well, there's a lot more nuance to it. But yeah, I think deception and deceit and lying mm. is really what's wrong and well mostly it's harm because i still yeah, grapple with the question of is cheating still bad if it doesn't cause any harm mm. and i don't know that it is i really don't know that it is because my 
on a philosophical level, I don't believe that anything is right or wrong. Uh, but on an ethical level, I do believe that causing harm doesn't serve you or anyone and so should be avoided. And so if cheating doesn't cause any harm, is it really? I just don't think it's bad. But it's, don't you think it's like, it's it's contextual because if I had mm. herpes but didn't have any visible symptoms and I didn't think that I was in a position to pass it on if I was wearing a condom, me being a guy or whatever, um, yeah. then is it bad if I don't tell my partners? Yeah. Well, no, but herpes, there will be... Like, I will find out because then I'll, I'll catch it. No, but if I'm wearing I'm protection and I don't have a flare... Oh, and then accidentally, mm. yeah, or even if I you find don't, out. Even if, yeah. it, even if it's, like, later on in the line where we're deep in the relationship we're two years in i feel comfortable to tell you that's Mm. deceitful behavior so it's almost like and it goes back to the whole point where if somebody's in a position where they feel as they they need to cheat from you it's symptomatic of the greater problem so i don't know what the bigger problem is like why do you feel like you're gonna run away from me right like one time do i say what's up (laughs) (laughs) well have you ever had have you ever been deceitful in any way because now I want to know if you think lying is always wrong. Like, is honesty always the best policy? Yeah, honesty always is the best policy, but you don't get to this. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The desired results all the time. And I'm team manipulation, Mm. team persuasion. (laughs) (laughs) wait what do you mean by that well my thing is like i would love to be honest 100 percent of the time but people don't take that shit very well and sometimes honesty is not what a person needs to hear at the time it'll do much better for my conscience to get it off my chest but to consistently inflict harm on someone for my benefit (laughs) is not like the basis of a mutually gratifying relationship so Mm. if i'm saying like oh um you're you know the the way you behave when you're depressed or having a depressive episode makes me uh sexually unattracted to you it's a bit heavy like i'm not gonna pass that information on <laughs> <laughs> but i could say you know what i don't feel like i'm as connected to you when you're in this state fyi that's not what i'm saying but i'm alluding to the truth oh, or just not I say anything see. at all you know it's like honesty I like the brazen form, like you're being a dumb bitch and it's toxic versus I just feel like we should have a quick chit chat about your behavior. But also it's just like, you know, it's two people working at a, or two or more people working at something. I can't afford to be, you know, the, um, uh, the whip bearer. <laughs> it's too much work. It's too much. Do you think, oh Bobo, God. that, um, so now that we've got our, um, our thoughts on cheating out of the way can you sympathize though with people who are like cheating is an absolute no-no or would you challenge them to redefine why they're so up in arms about cheating yeah the thing is you know it's a really personal thing and i think like (coughs) i've been cheated on before and there are few things worse Like, the feeling of being cheated on is absolutely torturous. And I used to be one of those people who thought there was absolutely nothing worse that you could do to me than cheat on me. Um, But now I'm at the point where I just don't think that's the case, A, because I've cheated before. So I've been on both sides of the table. Um, And I've... I had a friend who cheated because she just felt like her relationship was claustrophobic and she felt imprisoned by the role that she was playing in her relationship. So it just gave me a more like nuanced understanding of like why people cheat. Um, But on the topic of, what were we saying? Oh yes. So I'm very mindful that when I post this conversation around cheating, a lot of people wanted me to essentially have more sympathy for those who had been cheated on in the sense that even if you can acknowledge that people, 
the reason people cheat isn't about you the effect it still has on you is quite damaging long term it affects your trust Mm. your sense of self your self-esteem your mental health and so how do we how do people have been cheated on navigate that and get over it well for me i think i no longer have the baggage of people cheating on me because i've completely like reconceptualized my idea of what cheating is and because I've reconceptualized it, I just don't take it personal. Like, it's not a personal thing for me anymore. And so, yes, I acknowledge that it caused harm and it does cause harm. Um, but I also think uh, pain is all perception and morality is just a function of space and time. So, like, if we went back in time, like, a 100 years ago, having a mistress like having a side bitch seeing someone outside of relationships is complete and granted that was gendered Mm. but that was completely normal and like functional and that's just how society was but fast forward to today where romance is the pinnacle of all relationships and romance is oriented around possession and loyalty and commitment and all of that that's why cheating is seen as such a painful thing But I think if you step outside of those constructs, you really won't take it personally. And it just doesn't have to be something that like affects you, like doesn't have to be the cause of all your trust issues, Mm. you know? Let's go to some listener questions because we have quite a few and I feel like we can squeeze in, you know, a few before before we finish this episode. Um, Yeah. Bobo, what are your thoughts on once a cheater, always a cheater? No, I disagree fully. Mm. Because again, I think some people, most people just cheat as like a seasonal thing. It's just like, and you know what? I think I heard this from Esther Perel. Yeah, shout out Esther. Our mom. Mm. Um, She was saying that most people who cheat, who come to her, who are like, I've cheated. They are actually usually the most monogamous people. Like the most like strict monogamous people. And they just fell out of line at some point because of whatever was happening in their lives. And that's generally what it is, Mm. you know? It's usually not... It's more circumstantial than it is, like, a characteristic of someone. Wow. You know? Who's who's not quoting us on Twitter? That was some good shit. Right? That is actually... This is... If you want to not have trust issues around... (laughs) or baggage around cheating remember that it's circumstantial and not to do with your character like nine times out of ten some people just are deceitful trash people but most of the time it's just the circumstances absolutely what are your thoughts once a cheater always a cheater uh i disagree as well um Mm. we can't say that people are irredeemable or uh void of redemption in any way i think that's fundamentally cooked um (laughs) and i think that like once you get over the baggage of being cheated on or cheating on somebody you've got to understand that there are arguably far worse things than being cheated on we we forgive and make um and make uh what's the word i'm looking for we make i can't find the word but we forgive acts that of like you know emotional abuse quicker than we forgive cheating we forgive people who are just like bums who suck us of our energy who bring us down quickly than we forgive like less quickly than we forgive cheating it's like oh someone's literally affecting your character affecting your sense of self and you'll let that slide before you let some person wedding their genitalia near somebody else it's bizarre so i don't think once a cheater always a cheater um We've got to be mindful of um, how we frame people who've made mistakes. Because we are not void of being dumb bitches. We've all been there. Um, We are all... Listen. And I say this about... Listen. Serial killers are trash, but we all have some serial killer dumb bitch juice inside of us. Oh, flipping. Absolutely. It's it's just... It's just who we are as humans. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a question, which is touches on what you said about we forgive people who are physically abusive Mm. quicker than we'll forgive someone who cheats someone asked what if someone is in an abusive relationship and they cheat on the abuser is that still wrong yeah Mm, why is that it's one of those things where please don't come to us and act like 
two options are the only options you have like what you did and what you didn't do <laughs> because there there are, you have options there's so many other ways to handle situations and i know you're gonna be like flex is victim blaming she said she's in an abusive relationship i understand that but you have to acknowledge yeah. that within the confines of that relationship structure there have to be other ways to regain your power than doing yeah. this thing that you like think leaving is, like leaving or like um like boss like whatever you want to do that like you regain your power we can't all be turbo you do have the option to do that before you cheat and looking for somebody like us to glorify something that you think is immoral now we're the bad guy if we say it's yeah. bad then we're victim blaming if we say it's good then we're immoral people <laughs> i just i don't know what you want what you want yeah <laughs> it's one of those things no. where again i say chimp chimp chimping what did i what's the word cheating <laughs> Cheating, <laughs> cheating is a symptom of a greater problem. So now you've right. acknowledged your greater problem, which is being in an abusive dynamic. Please leave. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. But, you haven't given us, given us much context. So please don't come for me saying I'm being insensitive. I don't know what the circumstance of your relationship <laughs> is. But if you can regain enough power to physically step outside of the relationship and cheat on someone, which I would assume is very hard for the person who's riding in, then I'm sure you can regain some power elsewhere and leave the dynamic completely. Yeah. And honestly, if cheating is your first step to leaving, like if leaving is just too hard right now, then just cheat then. If that's your way out of the relationship. Self, it's self-care. Mm. <laughs> Here we are telling people cheating is self-care. In, four, know, in five years when Bobo is like sitting next to Oprah and Gail talking about philosophy, Gail will be like, I just want to bring up a tweet, <laughs> a quick, a quick tweet know. from your podcast where you said. <laughs> I know. Ah! I just think they're just honestly, there are no black and white answers. Like mm. there's no like... Yeah, it's completely right if you cheat on them because they abused you or vice versa. Like, everything is contextual, you know? Yeah. And I, like, refuse to validate you. I refuse to validate perceived bad behavior to make someone feel better. I just don't care enough to do that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about, let's talk about people who uh, grow to be ashamed of being cheated on. Like, why do we feel that way? Mm. If we're clearly aware that in a lot of ways the person who cheats has a problem with their self, then why are we measuring our sense of self-worth based on that? That's so... Because we take some... We take things personally that have nothing to do with us. True. And this applies to actually everything. Absolutely everything that someone does to you has everything to do with them and nothing to do with you. Shout out. And so... I learned that from the slum flower, TBH, when I read her book. Yeah, mm-hmm. I actually learned that from Oprah. Get out! So, Come on. Literally. Um, so, yeah, it's really important to remember that other people's actions have very little, actually nothing to do with you. So don't carry people's baggage. Like, for what reason? You know what I mean? If someone calls you an ugly hoe... Mm. That has everything to do with their perception of beauty and nothing to do with what your physical appearance. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like you just can't carry other people's baggage. Almost like we need to start training our egos to get over ourselves yeah. a little bit. Like not everything is about us. Yeah, honestly, if someone hits you, it's not because you're trash. It has nothing to do with you and everything to do with them and their anger and their relationship to physical violence. Like... But the next time I screen someone's messages, it's definitely about you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm fine. (laughs) Hey. And honestly, that goes both ways. If someone calls you beautiful Mm. or if someone calls you ugly, both have nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with their perception Mm -hmm. and relationship to beauty. So take that with you and your life will be so much less stressful. It's true. Hey, Bobo. Mm -hmm. Is um is cheating a red or pink flag or does it not register at all? Ooh, that's a good one. Because how do, if I said if I said to you I cheated on every person <laughs> I've been with, would you see me differently than if I'd been like I've been cheated on every single time? That's such Don't a lie. good question. That is such a good question. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say either way. I don't know actually. I think I would stay away from both type of people, honestly. You know what I mean? What's worse? If I met you... I'm writing this down for And you told me that you had been cheated on with every single person that you've been with. 
that mm. to me is just as much as a red of a red flag as meeting someone who says they've cheated on absolute cheated on everyone that they've been with mm. what about you um i would say mm. that if somebody had said to me you're i've been cheated on by every person i've been with i would say i'd sympathize and be like you've got a trash judgment of character because it's just the odds are crazy like those odds are wild every <laughs> single person literally so it's like i can't fuck with then, you yeah yeah the, so that's more of a critique on your judgment of character and not you which is the distinction right. i want to make but if you are the person who's saying i am always cheating on everyone that's more a judgment of your character mm. like what is the deal stop stop terrorizing <laughs> people like you know the effects it'll have on somebody leave them alone like, leave I them know. alone so i think i i would sympathize more with persons being cheated on but i would still trash them for not being a better judge of character and i would uh trash the person who does all the cheating um and um but also props because how can your heart hold yeah, that wow <laughs> you are superhuman but it's like if <laughs> if you met someone on a first date <coughs> and they yeah. were great just incredible humans Mm. and then you ask them have you ever cheated before and they're like yeah i've cheated on one of my partners is that a red flag mm. no nah. mm. yeah same it's a it's like a it's a pink flag for me i don't know if it's a flag at like all if you're if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna own up to it i'm not that yeah. fast with it people will own up to far less you're not gonna tell me like people won't tell you that they're emotionally manipulative that they're insecure that they have abandonment issues that they're scared of rejection they won't tell yeah. you any of that shit <laughs> and that's stuff i want to know so to me so it's cheat- not a red flag yeah. if you tell me you've cheated before but if i find out down the line mm. that you've cheated then that's a red flag because i asked you and you didn't yeah, t- you absolutely. had all the opportunity to tell me Mm-hmm. And he didn't tell me. And he didn't say. Sus. It's sus. sus. So yeah, I think, yeah, dating, oh, dating, <laughs> dating is a pink flag. Cheating is a pink flag for both of us. But I can acknowledge how to be a red flag for some. Yeah. And I can acknowledge how it would be a nothing flag for others. But I think it's about the intention and the context of cheating. Right. Not that you can justify any of them, whatever, one is worse than the other. But how somebody justifies why they did it, I think is very yeah. telling. Yeah. If they're quicker to point all the blame on their partner, I'd be more sus on that than if they were like, ugh, it was just a weird night. I don't yeah. know. Mm. If you were like, you know, it's my partner's fault. They made me feel insecure. That's they didn't like, root me enough. They didn't talk to me. I'd be like, accountability. Ah, mm. Yeah. Yeah. But if you were just like, you know what? It was fucked. Like, I don't have a good reason <laughs> for it. I just did it. And now I'm stuck with being known as a cheater. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. that sucks. Yeah, I feel you. Okay. Why are we like I this? I know. Okay. Everyone's like, can you please just sympathize? <laughs> no, I would be hurt just, just not once. doing it. And we're like, you know what? Not not this episode either. No. <laughs> Maybe another one. Maybe another one. Let's Maybe do one more one. question before our cameras die. Yeah. Maybe even two yeah. more, depending on how, more, how much yeah. we talk. Let's but do two on. more. So this one. Are we inherently against cheating because of insecurity and jealousy? Or is it about trust? Hmm. Does anybody really trust people like that out here? Like, it's all this emphasis on trust, trust, trust. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Yeah, what are your thoughts on why do we overemphasize loyalty so much in relationships? Literally, like, when are we in actual situations where we need to prove that we're loyal? Like, when is the last time you've had to really go toe-to-toe and really, like, put your loyalty on the line? Like, why are we playing that it's, like, World War II and we're out here, like, on the front line? Oh, my God. when When have we ever had to do that? Even trust... I did a poll the other, like maybe a couple of months ago that says, that asked people, do you trust all of your good friends? And more than 60% said wow. no. I'll redo the poll now and see if that's changed. But like, you don't even trust your good friends. So what, what, where is this coming from? Yes. And how do you even measure trust? Like, it's a very situational thing. And that's, it's interesting that you bring that up because when you think about your friendships, do you care at all about loyalty? Like... Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like I care that like my friend won't go behind my back and suck my boyfriend's dick. But fundamentally, none of us are ever thinking about loyalty and trust and commitment in friendships as much as we are in romantic relationships. 
And I think maybe we need to just replace romance with friendships that are sexual. Because I just don't think... Ooh, we've got to talk about this. Yeah. yeah. I don't think as a society we have the range to handle romantic relationships. Like, they're just driving us all mad. <laughs> like, we're just stressed. We have trust issues. There's just paranoia about loyalty and commitment and deceit. But let's just all be friends and add some sex into the mix. Because we don't have the range for romance, honestly. We don't have the, <laughs> we range. Don't have the range. And... To clarify, the definition of loyal, for those of you listening, being like, I'm so loyal. Being loyal is to give or show firm and constant support mm. or allegiance to a person. Firm <laughs> and constant. Wow. Don't check for me. Don't do Would it. Would you consider yourself Don't do to it. be a loyal person? No, like, <laughs> yeah. and I'm not disloyal, but I just don't feel like I've adequately measured up enough of like my loyalty on a spectrum to really stand and be like, that's a characteristic I definitely identify. Right. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm trustworthy, but loyal. It's kind of like, I don't know the last time I've really had to like challenge that in myself. And I'm very like the people I know who are blindly loyal. I'm like, you sound like a dummy to me. Yeah, same. I talked to one guy who is like, loyalty is my number one characteristic. Then I was like, cause he was like one of those fanatic football players who would like, go and start fights with like fans <laughs> of the opposing team to be loyal to his team. And I was like, surely you've got to understand that. Like, that's not, it's just yeah. not it. And he was like, I'm loyal to the core. Nah. Nah, fam. If, that, if that's loyalty, I pass. Let me mind my yeah, business. Yeah, no, it's a no <laughs> for me. It's a big yeah. no. It's not into it. And there is another one I want to talk about really quickly. Yeah. Um, this person had a question which I thought was interesting, and I want to know if anyone else has thoughts on it. This person wants to know about guilt gifting. Ooh, what's that? Should we be weary of people who randomly shower us with gifts after sus behavior? Oh, absolutely not. And should that... Oh, absolutely not. No. What's, what Continue. are gifts going to do? I think you should shower me with actions that show that you are truly apologetic and that you're willing to sh- change your ways. I think gifts are performative. So would you be suspicious of someone who was giving you gifts after bad behavior, like flowers and blah, blah, blah? I would take issue with it. I'll take it, but it doesn't mean anything in the context of the bad behavior. So like, for example... I'll take it. (laughs) Oh, yes, I'll take... Listen, if you buy me a house as an apology, (laughs) I'll take the house. But that doesn't mean I'm accepting your apology. I will accept your apology when you've shown me through action and persi- like persistent action that you are committed to changing your ways otherwise bobo the type to like deny a marriage proposal but keep the ring <laughs> she's like oh i'll take the gift <laughs> don't get me wrong <laughs> i'll take the gift <laughs> then you can keep the proposal oh my gosh why um, what about you <laughs> Um, well, I just, I'm really soft and avoidant behavior generally. I'm kind of like, why? And like gift giving is very low in my love languages yeah. anyway. Oh, like it's the last one. Mm. If, if you're a hubby out there, my love language is acts of service. So do shit for me. Really gets me going. It's the only one that does. Not, so, you know. Not words. Like words of affirmation. I get affirmed all the time. And then it's like, all my, it's like, the thing about words affirmations is it's your perception of what I'm doing. Right. Like, if you listen to me speaking, like, oh, my God, like, you're so articulate, I'll take it. But if you call me pretty, I'm like, well, I'll take it. But I just don't know, like, who else you think is pretty. <laughs> and, like, I saw your ex one time and I just wasn't really convinced that you had great taste. So That is actually hilarious. <laughs> but if you just do nice things for me, they'll all be helpful. Yeah. Like, do my laundry, pick me up from the airport, like, help me with my tax. All things I need. Okay. But I want to quickly end on this hot tip. Just a a message of affirmation for those listening and want more information on how to be less critical of cheating or cheaters. You should listen to Esther Perel's podcast, Where Should We Begin? Mm. She explores like the tension between our need for security and love and closeness versus our need for freedom in like adventure and erotic desire and like distance and having our own right. space. Um, and she argues that a relationship um, 
she argues that a relationship's chances of surviving post-cheating has more to do with the resilience of the relationship to begin with, um, not the cheating. Ooh. And she argues that cheating can be the start of a new relationship and can be a strengthened one, and that it often jolts a lot of people out of complacency because you get to a point of self-reflection yes. when somebody's cheated on you. So before you come and snatch our, <laughs> our wigs and weaves, go just listen to Auntie listen to an episode. Esther. Yeah, read a read an article or something. It's really really interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point actually. That cheating can jolt people out of complacency. Mm-hmm. Do you think sometimes people cheat as a way of like sending a message? Oh yeah, it's game playing. I've had a ton of people say, "I only did it so I'd know that they so they would know that I will leave mm. if you treat me the wrong way, or so they would know that I would I had people outside of them." Of course, it's like a power that's dynamic so thing. Interesting, and that's why you often find people who cheat get cheated on cheat back. So like balance in quotations has wow. been restored. Yeah, you know, like, and I guess like if that's how you want to play the game, I'm not opposed wow. to it. Yeah, I prefer I like to the not game play every games. now and then. No, I say this now, but nah, I, I can be a petty bitch. Yeah, you say it now, but it's kind of like if you if that's how you want to do it, if that's really how you like, if that's how you like want to partake in this relationship, then yeah. let me meet you on your level and show you how it doesn't work. I've wow. got time. All right. Well, on that note, this has been a really good conversation. I agree. We will, okay, I agree. we now have a new YouTube channel. I will post the link to the YouTube channel. In this description box below, if you're listening to us from SoundCloud, mm-hmm. the YouTube channel is called Bobo and Flex. Go subscribe. We'll be uploading a video at least once a month and then maybe more often um, because some of you prefer video over just audio and I get it. Like, we get it, you know? Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to follow us. We're on Spotify, SoundCloud and Apple Music. Don't forget to give us that five-star review. Write us a really nice review. Give us some good ratings because it helps us bring you more content more often. And it'll help us bring to life our first world tour. So we can see you all in the flesh. Mm. It's coming together. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know your thoughts. I know this has been a really controversial conversation. On one hand, I'm kind of scared I'll get dragged, but I'm also excited, you know? So let me know your thoughts. Let Flex know what your thoughts are. And subscribe. Subscribe to our channel. Follow us on Instagram at Bobo and Flex. And we love you. We're sending you love. Yay! Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.